know I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm going to have to jump on uh, GarageBand and start sawing something together. This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all. Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how? Did you mean something like this? This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all. Yeah, it's going to be good. The House Parks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's going to be good. Now, um, Chicago (laughs) has had its strange stories over the years. It has had um, tales of criminality and from, you know, from the sublime to the ridiculous, from true, like, uh, from from the high crimes of Al Capone to Geraldo's breaking into Capone's vault, like the the bridge the, in the spectrum of all that, there's been a lot of like extraordinary criminality and ridiculousness related to high profile criminality in this. And one of the biggest stories that hit Chicago and caught everybody off guard was the Jussie Smollett we now know fake take crime. When that so occurred, um, I have to admit that I was abundantly silent during that story as it rolled out. Because it was one of those moments where I just looked at it like a dog hearing a whistle for the first time. Like my head turned sideways as the details started to come out. Like my first reaction was, oh no, he's been attacked. That's terrible. And then literally the first story that described what was occurred, I was like, uh, no, all right, no. That's not, uh, no, I'm not, uh, no. No, I don't get it. I, uh, the what now? And, um, the if if you have not seen you know for all the back and forth about uh, Dave Chappelle these days if you have not seen his bit about Juicy Smollier, um I recommend it because in a lot of ways it, it it it's where I I found sort of an instant psychological camaraderie in dealing with this thing as it as the story rolled out about it and then he did this interview with uh, on ABC's Good Morning. Um, was that Robin Roberts uh, that he did the interview? ABC, and, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, something like that. Anyways, as as the story, st- the more details we got, the worse it became. And then it become, uh, and then the picture of his actual attackers came out, the only one available, and of the Osendario brothers, and they were the fact that the story had been told that they were. The two white guys in MAGA hats had yelled racial and homophobic epithets at him and uh, sorry, anti-gay, not homophobic. It's not a disease. It's it's a disgusting personal trait. And they they beat him up and they poured bleach on him and hung a noose around his neck. Like all of it was like it was like a a puzzle pieces of, of the worst racist attack that someone could survive. Yeah, happening, right? And the details just like, st- oh my, oh my God, that's terrible. Oh my God! And, and then it was like at two o'clock in the morning during the polar vortex, 
while he was walking to Subway. What? You know, there was so, like you're on television. Postmates? Nothing. I'm. You don't. Postmates. It's not a can of soup in the. Fr- it's for it's negative twenty degrees out. It was like crazy. So as the details came out, it became like increasingly like in a very short time, like within I would say three hours. I was like, no. No. And then the picture of the Osendario brothers comes out and oh my God. They, they, it, I, it looked like an onion headline. It looked like the, like the, uh, the onion went, when we found out that, you know, it was, it was carried out by two black men that the idea was like, let's find a very funny picture of two shirtless muscle bound dudes who are supposedly the magazine. It was just such a, it was so bizarre. It was so off the rails. And then, I mean, it, it was the biggest moral issue for, I think, a lot of people was that when people are really the, the victims of hate crimes, now they have to deal with this fakery when they're expressing what's happened to them that will tap the brakes on anybody believing them. You know, these things stack up over time. Much like there was a recent story about a woman who just had to, um, uh, the the man she accused of rape and wrote a book about um, uh, her experience, turns out he was not guilty. The, the, the book is being pulled from the shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been let out of jail. It's a horrifying story. And the, and the story itself is not true. And that stacks on top of the difficulty women who are victims of sexual assault have to deal with right. when when they're in these circumstances is a terrible, terrible thing in many ways on par with the crime itself, because the individual crime hurts one person one to one. You lie about this person and this attack. In the case of her, this guy went to jail. In the case of the Osendario brothers, it was a it was a rig from the beginning Um from from, you know, Smollett working with these guys. But the idea is that now, but but in, a, in, in when you're faking these things, it affects all the victims, true victims of these circumstances. It makes all of their lives harder in an already. The, again, the most painful situation to ever occur to them in their life. I mean, being the victim of a hate crime and being the victim of a sexual assault are Two of the worst things that can happen to an individual mm-hmm. in their life. I mean, think about the emotional impact of an attack like that and, and the physical attack. If you end up with scars that you look at every time and relive the situation, all those things. And then imagine going to tell people what happened to you so that they can stop the people who did it. Because in those particular instances, especially when it comes to a hate crime, the reason we have hate crime laws is because... This person is not attacking you because of a personal issue with you. They have an issue with anyone who even remotely looks like you or lives like you or prays like you. And therefore, anybody who looks like you, lives like you or prays like you is in danger because this person is on the street. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have to get them off the street. Because the public at large is more in danger. And so for Jesse Smollett to do this for money 
is grotesque. Wait, so, he did it for money? Yeah, he was trying to get a raise on Empire. He allegedly he sent a fake letter with death threats. And, and oh, like, I remember that. Remember yeah, that? he was sending things to the set of the show. Right, and they didn't take it seriously, largely because I'm. I got news for you. All TV shows receive weird letters written in crayon from fans. And you know, I used to have a, I used to have a crazy fan on Talk Soup, who used to steal things, and mail them to me that she thought I would Ooh. like. She was like, I thought this show would your, look good on you. What was your favorite thing? I don't. I, we returned them. Quit it. <laughs> um, they had to call the cops because they still had the the little like anti theft tag thing on them. Like, yeah. And 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 Tom on the show always used to joke with me, like because uh, the woman was in Ventura, California, according mm. to the packages, and he goes, "She's only a bus ticket away." Like he just would dig at me and make a joke about it. Um, you know, because I don't think he viewed it as a genuine threat, right? That it was just right. kind of a hapless crazy. But those are sometimes the ones that do bring damage to your door. People have experienced less, right? Um, you know, more from less. And so in this particular case, you know, they deal with that's how a lot of shows deal with it until it reaches a certain point. Until there's an overt threat or whatever. And in this particular instance, it was so on the nose and misspelled. There was probably a feeling that, like, oh, this guy couldn't even drive a car, much less get here. We got security. We'll be fine. And and that and there is now we know we now know that the jury has seen video. Um, not only is Jesse Smollett saying that the Osendario brothers are uh, did this on their own. He is now accusing them of actually attacking him. And his oh, attorney is God. saying that because one of them auditioned in Joker makeup, that they put white makeup on their eyes under their masks to make themselves look white. And that was why. Now, again, all of us were like, wait, ski mask and a MAGA hat? What? Like, that was one of the things that stood out early and went, do who now? But he's now accusing them of actually doing this crime. Even though the, he paid them. And they and the jury has now seen video of him rehearsing with them. Yeah, they, don't they have like it's like cam footage or something? Yes. And 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 again, like the fact that the the DA dropped the charges against him because it was somehow seen as a political hot potato. There, there should be. We got to take a break. Um, we'll talk about this a little bit on the other side of the okay. break. But there should be no hesitation when it's this egregious. Mm. Because this is not about him or a TV show that's filmed in in Chicago. This is about the fact that other black people, especially gay black people in this country, when they're affected by hate crimes, they now, everybody's like, oh, what's up, Jesse? Like, yeah. seriously, how dare he? And the fact mm. that he's now not even copping to it and he's trying to throw these guys under the bus... It's grotesque. Yeah, we'll he's be a back. psycho. This is Damian Perdue of Think Theory Radio, Saturdays at 6 p.m. You're listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Uh, I thought there was going to be like a new one every break. I was so excited. 
You want more, Hal? We'll give you more. Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCBT 820. Hoo So I, I think the one thing that stood out to me about the Smollett thing is the defense's tactic to blame the Elsendario brothers who were paid to basically put on this performance, which I don't even know crime-wise where you go with this. Like, they participated in a fraud with him. You know, maybe they could be on yeah, the hook for I some mean, of the money spent by the city of Chicago. Maybe they could be on the hook for if he got a raise from, if it worked, and he got a raise from the Empire producers, like, oh, my God, my, my, tar, you know, our, our one of our stars was targeted, and therefore we have to give him more money. And they did it, and then they found out about it later. Would these guys be on the hook for the money that the production company kicked out under this pressure that was artificially created um it's the and now he's accused them of being anti-gay of attacking um the uh, of attacking him on purpose because they are anti-gay now Bola Alessandario um, said that he and Smollett would go to a bathhouse in Boys Town together and smoke weed at his apartment. They hung out. Literally. Um, And so the idea that he would, um, and, and and, uh, and, and he was alleging on the stand that he bought drugs for Smollett before. Like this was... Basically, he he had his. This was he, a friend he that was called so his. The, I've got a guy, guy. Yeah, exactly. He had a he had a DL dude that he could, mm-hmm. you know, that he could get things I done through. And he figured this. Yeah, he does all sorts of stuff for and with me, and there and we're both. We're I mean, both you're that guy gave, for me in so many ways. Yes, exactly. You can keep doing that. Um, we'll we will see. I think they, you know, <laughs> they. They're going to ultimately. I, I don't know if they rested on Friday or the the prosecution rested. The defense is going to start moving forward. The defense, his defense attorney, uh, said that the judge snarled and lunged at her in an attempt to get a mistrial. Um, the important thing that comes from this again is that this is one of those circumstances where there is no easy fix. Because the only fix that comes from this, and this is why I'm so pissed at Jesse Smollett about this, the only fix for this is to make it harder for people to report hate crimes. That's the only thing that comes from this. I mean, you could, is there going to be a a way to streamline this? Is there, you know what I mean, where people have, if you've been the victim of a hate crime, here's a checklist or something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you solve for this problem? It's, you know, that's that's the difficult part of this. And you just simply can't. You literally just, all he did was make it harder for real hate crime victims, and there is no solution. It's, it's... It's heartbreaking if you know people who've been the victims of hate crimes in the past. 
and that you know and in my you know being on queer as folk and and being all over the country doing every AIDS walk in the country twice I have talked to my fair share of and shared the stories of uh, of the people who have been on the receiving end of this kind of hate for real and the idea that you would make it harder for them to walk into a police station or talk to a DA and have to be second guessed and and undermined and you know and checked and rechecked not because these DAs or these police departments don't want to believe you but because of the Jesse Smollett's of the world it's a terrible terrible thing to do and the fact that it's kind of like beauty, uh, like he's wearing sunglasses to the trial and kind of walking in in nice clothes and the and the and the they're having little prayer circles outside like it's oh you know he's trying to get a, a record contract or something is gross it's gross even if you were innocent in this situation like yes it really did happen no one believes me oh my god even if you were in that situation you would not handle it this way it would be seen as just like you know it would undermine the very case you were making um, the the story that came out um, about the the book that's being pulled, um, and I'm I, I, I lost sorry, and in, in that I was looking for this, uh, the, you know, you've got this this woman who accused this guy of rape. He went to jail for like over twenty five years, I think. He's been in jail, and now the only way they discovered that this guy was innocent was they started to make a movie from this woman's autobiography that dealt with the situation and the producer in them talking about the scenes and how they were going to put the film together the pr- was like, wait a minute, that's not what you said. And the producer themselves who was supporting this project and was making it in the process of it went, oh, it's, that's not that's not what you said. That's that something's fishy here. And ultimately, that's what led to this person getting out of jail. And again, um, uh, like um, I'm going to like <laughs> I'm going to have to look up. Um, um, Do it. Yeah, the the book title on this. um This, I I would say, um, this is another example of one of those situations um, where it makes it it makes an already difficult situation. I I would say that doing this, doing what Smollett did, doing what this woman did, and I'm I'll look up her name in the break with the story, unless somebody in the chat uh, is aware of the the book title. Doing that, I would argue, is equal to uh, the violence of the crime that it is alleged. And is on par, you know, with a a necessary change in the law that is is similar to what we're dealing with, with the Crumbly case, with Sandy Hook, with uh, youths who get access to guns when their parents know that they are not not only not mature enough, like well they'll 
you know, with wanton disregard, they'll harm someone, but that they actually have murderous intent and you still don't lock up your gun, separate the ammo, you know, not have one in the house specifically because of that. And again, the right and Fox and Friends and all these folks are floating this idea that we need guns in schools. That's what will do it. If a teacher had a gun, this would have all been. No, they'd just be another dead person. Um, This is a. You knew me in high school. There is no way that if a teacher had a gun locked in their desk or in some place that I wouldn't have gotten to it if I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. Right? When we were in high school. There's no way. Yeah. There is no way. Especially it's, when we were is, in high school. Exactly. It, it was a, Even then, like, now I'm way more skilled and smarter about those things. When I was in high school, if I wanted access to that, I'd have gotten it. If it was in the school already, I wouldn't have even had to bring one there. The horrifying idea. It's absurd. And so the idea that, you know, someone would want them more available in those circumstances. Like imagine every parent yeah, in the and neighborhood. The, the things that they they already question teachers' judgment um, the, on right. what they say to the kids. And that's like, well, you know, okay, now you've got the option on the on-off switch for my kid. Right. Oh, and um, how many um, teachers – Involved in, you know, uh, being impregnated by their students and then later marrying them or having, uh, you know, a a love triangle amongst them. And we've heard stories of that stuff or Mm. teachers themselves who are, you know, are assaulting or abusing children. And now they have a gun to threaten them with that's nearby that only they have access to. Are you out of your mind? There should be parts of society. We don't have to worry about that stuff. And if that's your only argument for solving it, you don't really want to solve the problem. You don't. You want to exacerbate it, and you want to use that exacerbation of the problem to justify your own solution, which is be an amosexual and walk around with a gun strapped to the front of your chest everywhere you go as if that's a way to live a life. It's gross. Um, We'll be back right after this. 773-763-9278 is our number. We'll be back. one day a week. I get it. I'm going to have to jump on uh, GarageBand and start sawing something together. This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how? Did you mean something like this? This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note. And then progressive. And all that. Yeah, it's going to be good. The House Parks Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's going to be good. So, um, the, the woman um, that I was speaking about is a woman named Alice Siebold, who wrote a, a memoir in 1999 called Lucky, um, wherein she, uh, um, um, after this guy Anthony Broadwater was uh, convicted of sexually assaulting her. Her rape, and she talks about it in the book. She uh, um, she describes all of it. Um, he was exonerated, and uh, Simon and Schuster ceased distribution this week. 
um, and have pulled the book. He spent 16 years in prison. He was convicted in 1982. Um, he continued to profess his in- innocence and was finally exonerated last week. Um, they were working on uh, a film adaption of it. And um, Victoria Pedretti was going to star as uh, as her, as uh, Alison Siebel, as, um, sorry, yeah, as Alice Siebel. Um, and it was because of uh, uh, Timothy Mucciente, a, uh, I hope I'm Mucciente, I'm M-U-C-C-I-A-N-T-E, Mucciente, I don't know, it's a nice name. I, did, I hope I'm get, doing it justice. Who was a producer on the film Adaption started no, noticing discrepancies between her description in, uh, that described the trial and the event, and he left the project and he hired a PI to look into it, which led to the exoneration of this man, Anthony Broadwater. Um, she wrote a medium post apologizing, but the book has been pulled and, um, and it is, you know, in, in those situations, again, you know, imagine if there had been Twitter when this guy had gotten charged. Yeah. Um, already, it's tough enough in those circumstances. And that's where I would, I would say to people, in these circumstances when stuff like this comes up, there is reason to, it, you know, you want the law to play out the way it's supposed to. You want to espouse your own ethics and your beliefs about a circumstance as you see as you see them. But at the same time, a lot of stories can have fish hooks in them if you're not careful. Um, and it is it is crucial that you just weigh that when you're responding to things is, you know, is the primary aspect. Now, um, on to um, the, you know, there's, I've had some requests about this in the, um, in the chat room about the um, Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which is happening, which is, you know, a spectacle within a spectacle uh, that isn't, we're not allowed to spectate on. It's been, um, you know, kept relatively under wraps in that regard. There's no cameras in the courtroom. Um, but there, by all measure, um, by her own admission and by the, you know, and from the victims that we're hearing, multiple victims that we're hearing about, that Epstein um, and Ghislaine Maxwell were thick as thieves and both equally monstrous. And that she, facilit- she facilitated his monstrosity. In, you know, and and ran his house of horrors. This is not the first time something like this has happened in human history. It will not be the last time. the 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 main reason why this becomes a story for a lot of people is the involvement of the rich and famous around this dude and her. That they were both, you know, uh, political and and charity gadflies. That they involved themselves. In a lot of stuff to, uh, you know, to both find cover and compatriots in all these situations. There's, you know, the famous video of Trump partying with um, with Jeffrey Epstein at the at a party that they were the only two guys at. And Trump says something and you've seen the gift many times, I don't doubt. 
um, says something to Epstein that makes him say basically OMG and walk away. He laughs in a way that I don't know what kind of joke you have to tell to make someone like Jeffrey Epstein uncomfortable. I mean, mind boggling. Um, And by the way, I also have a little piece of a story in the next after the next break uh, where uh, yours truly has started to impact how people talk about news stories when it comes to me. I'm very proud. Very proud. Good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I've, you know, it's happened a couple of times, and it will continue to happen. Um, but the the Epstein, you know, because Epstein died before he could be tried, or the homeless fellow who looks a lot like him. I'm kidding. I don't mean like... I, I I just don't know how a billionaire doesn't get out of a jail by paying their way out. Like that's another story. Anyways, I know. Yep. That the fact that she is the trial essentially of Epstein as they go through it and all the rich and famous that are known to have hung out. And there will be a lot of uh, people that are discovered to have participated in this awful with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And to that end, I say here and now forever forward that anyone involved with those two like that should go away forever get get in jail and stay there i don't care what side of the political aisle they are on i don't care what entertainment political or material or legal wins they they are perceived to have created over the i don't care Done. Gone. Forget it. No. Um, That said, I also would tell everybody that, you know, try to get everybody to understand that the that Epstein and Maxwell, like others like them, tend to go to, you know, fundraisers and charity things and get pictures with a lot of people and 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 hang out with certain people in a way to create cover for themselves. Mm hmm. It's funny when it unravels in the other direction, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's and 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 he was a well-known blackmailer. And part of that is, you know, if you were anywhere near him, I mean, you could in the old days, you could blackmail a politician into quitting or doing something for you just because you had a picture with them at someone, you know, at an event with Epstein and Maxwell at an event just there, not even you didn't. I, you didn't even meet him. You were just talking to him at a party. That picture alone, in like the seventies and eighties, would have collapsed your career. Which is, by the way, why the Epstein's and the Maxwells of the world, and and I have no doubt they're myriad and they're not alone. Know this, and will buy their way into any circumstance to stand next to the rich and famous, so that the rich and famous now have a stake in making sure they're never caught. Or that, you know, they they downplay, you know, any I didn't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. And I don't know anything about that is another defense for those folks saying that, you know, that never happened. I mean, if, if believe me, if I was standing next to the president, you know, or the future president or the senator from whatever, and they didn't like their people wouldn't vet me. Of course, it's not true. I, these are accusations. They're spurious. It's outrageous. And you hear the word outrageous get thrown on about uh, around a bunch. Um but when it comes to, um, you know, ongoing connection stories from, you know, 
Bill Gates and Donald Trump and folks like that partying with this dude, uh, you know, either you're a horrifying judge of character and you're the fact that you have as much money as you have in the case of, you know, Bill Gates, it's real money. And in the case of uh, Donald Trump, it's, you know, somebody else's money. But still, that you wouldn't kind of go, yeah, who now? Who's at the party? Who's coming here? Who am I hanging out with? What does he do? He does what? What do you mean he has an island? What do you mean everybody talks about him flying teenage girls to his island? What are you talking about? You know what I mean? That you don't have that conversation about that guy the second time he's at a party or the fifth time? The answer is no. And if you want to look at uh, like look up pictures of Donald Trump hanging with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, he's wearing a lot of different suits. Trump dresses the same almost all the time. But the way you can tell is that Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and and Melania are all in different outfits in all of those pictures. Those dudes hung out. And so the yeah, so, um, you know, my feelings about, you know, like, I don't know that I'm outside the norm in any way about my feelings about Ghislaine Maxwell and the accusations made against her and the obvious just constant never ending barrage of information and the and the 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 fact that the victims were children. Um, I, I mean, we I think we all have a, a a definite line in the sand over that kind of stuff. Is just hideous. You know, they're just hideous people, period, end of story. And if I never have to hear about somebody like that again in my life, it'll be a win. But she's going to go away for a long time. Count on it. That she and and that and that and the the, every penny Epstein left behind will be divvied up amongst his victims and their lawyers. And hopefully the majority of it will go to the victims themselves. It will never make up for what they went through. And the lesson should be. To every politician, celebrity, and, and you know, producer, whatever that's out there, that if, if you hear rumors more than twice from different people you trust about an Epstein or a Weinstein or, you know. There's so many, so many. Well, and the problem is we only know about the famous ones. They're the ones that have access. So you, yeah. the, those get played out. we got to take a break. But if you hear those, like, there are places I have been where I have not gone back in, in Hollywood. There are few and far between. There are people that I have not hung out with, you know, again, because who needs that? Yeah. And if you do... Something's wrong with you. Money is not that hard to come by in reality. It just isn't. If you're a politician or a producer at that level, it ain't. You're not there for the cash. Find somebody else to write a check. Right. And it's worth the extra effort to not know that you facilitated victimhood. That's the whole situation. Jesus Come on. We got we got to take a break. We'll be back right after. Okay. This. 